This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You're listening to the slow cooldown session. <laughs> it's a DJ Kwame songs. <laughs> I make I make I'm making sure um Frank keeps it. Welcome to Trending Live. It's true. I feel like everybody's in a, too much of a good mood to talk about this subject. No, no, no. So switch it. We're talking, about, we're talking about dead people, bruv. Let's go. Should we switch it to I something else? People. On the, on the YOLO thing. Switch it to what? Ain't that a track? What? YOLO? The one that's like, I see dead people. And it's More like, than the fires of the city. And it's blood, blood, blood. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually like 25,000 remixes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Big up Jadakiss. I don't know if he was on a remix, but he probably was. Definitely was. Everybody had a verse. Bro. In that year, yeah. Jadakiss had a verse on every remix, think, bro. bro. Yeah, you were re- spinning bare people, though. Yeah, yeah, one blood mega remix was like a podcast, bro. <laughs> Pair versus Man said it was a podcast. Oh, half of Jamaica. Right, do, you remember the when, do you remember when, like, every six months the game would release a track called like a thousand bars or something like that? I want to be rapping for 20 months. <laughs> yeah, nah, he was he was a disgrace, man. Well, I said was, you know. Yeah, I don't worry. <laughs> the guys out here taking dick pics now, so it's worse. Yeah, nah, he's still I'm a disgrace. Dead. Okay. This is really, really <laughs> off brand right now. This has absolutely nothing to do with the podcast. Nah, to be fair, I'm grieving about that picture, fam. And how how he's died and killed his career. A man said, loss of value, you know. Okay, I'm just gonna this as uh, outtakes. <laughs> um, so, episode 111 of the Disanomist podcast. I'm joined by three gentlemen who actually always, they, all three of you been on multiple times. Yeah. Still, Nigo, highest, still the highest viewed on the pod. It's not the highest viewed, it's the I highest am played. A- fob. Yeah, because you didn't want to <laughs> get a camera out, you lazy. <laughs> um, also, Ed, you've been on and yeah. iRobot, aka Daryl himself. I'm done. Um, so today we're speaking about Greece, despite these guys coming here with bare smiles and that, which is rather weird. Maybe it's Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, all three of you. Thank you. 25 children between That was got an announcement to I me. ain't got no children, my guy. Please. Know of. Um, <laughs> what <laughs> are you insinuating? <laughs> Many things. <Ooh>. Um, <laughs> so first off, on this podcast. Actually, state your name, actually, so people know who's who. So Man said state your names. Where you from? Jenna. <laughs> Are you oh really God. gonna rip? <laughs> that was a tune. All right, Daryl, you go first. Don't do that sound thing, please. Go, Daryl okay. first. I'm Daryl, and I identify as a black male. <laughs> Ed? Uh, you said my name. So. Yeah, so people know your camera? voices. All right, cool. Yes, it's Ed. Oh, yeah, obviously, obviously on YouTube people will know, but obviously when you're listening to it on the airways and that, it's a bit different. Am I in the right, cool. Okay, say no more. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. I didn't introduce myself. Hey, everyone. Wait, just wait. So. Why are you waving yeah. like the queen? <laughs> I hope so. Oh, okay, let me, let me do the urban one. Hey, everyone. <laughs> the man just spot off. Did you spot the camera? I actually don't think we're in the right state of discuss grief. I'm Nigo, Nigo uh, True, uh, or saved in your missus' phone as another girl's name so you don't find it true. I hear that. I don't hear that actually. <laughs> I delete all that shit. <laughs> uh, okay. 
<laughs> grief or Father's Day? Make a choice. Uh, let's see. What? Um, you know what the thing is, yeah? It's I'm one not, of them ones that, where I'm not qualified. Those two things are kind of linked anyway because Father's Day means certain things for some people and then there's going to be a lot of people that might be grieving. Some people are happy and so how people it do can. it. It can be something that is together. Okay, we'll so we can probably speak about the both of them yeah, and okay, from cool. start with one and obviously and it just doesn't mean it lightens We should call the pod something new and creative like uh, Daddy, are you proud of me or something? You make me sick because that's the see easy. the self plugging. Yeah, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. You're actually sick. Of it. Uh, okay, cool. So, what's his name? Ed. Oh, is that KFC outside? Oh, it's life. You're oh, sick. fat. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go grab one. No, 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 no. Sorry, don't worry, don't worry. Don't worry. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Nigga, listen. You're yeah, talking bro. about grief, but you don't want to die today. <laughs> Let's not do this. And that smells good. No, wait, wait. Down. Since when could have even asked me, I would have transferred some pennies so we could get more in that. Oh, for real? No, but real talk, grab some chips in that. Man, man, thanks, shit, man. man. Yeah. Man, what's wings and fire? Vascova, grab a shit. Why did fam. you say ship? It's a ship, isn't it? You mean chip? Ship. What kind of ship? <laughs> All right, no, but... <laughs> Okay, cool. Should we actually start the podcast? This is actually very, very Yeah, you really got to put that away because that's just going to... Oh, thanks, man. Man, I appreciate the support from the people and the people's support. <laughs> well, feel free. Take oh, I feel like no, I took the wrong really strip. I took a strip by accident. Yeah, that's cool. Take that. I appreciate it, man. Wing, no, no, anything. No, cool. You sure? No. Man, I just disturbed in the pod with the bag sounds. Okay, um, so how do... I f- I'm pretty sure all of us have faced grief at one point in our lives. Um, in fact, let me define grief for the, for the people then. Because this number to have to get definitions. We don't like to make up what words mean in our brains. To tailor um, them. What did you say about 50% of Twitter? <laughs> yeah, that was a good the one. left side of the distribution. I'll say probably 80% of Twitter, to be fair. Um, grief. Intense sorrow, especially caused by someone's death or trouble or annoyance. So, um, how... I can't lie. Or grief? trouble or annoyance was funny, you know. Why? I don't know. It just sounded like, I don't know, being dead and being dead to me is the same thing. What was it? Say the sentence again. Oh, no, no. Because there's two definitions. Like, you know what? Oh, goes, yeah. oh, oh, oh. I yeah. thought you was putting that in the same one as dead. Oh, no, 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 no. I just was being a bit lazy with how I broke up the speech. Oh. But, um, so let's start with Ed. So how, how have you handled grief? Um, in the past, what, as in how well I've handled it or how have I gone about it? Both. Because I think at first, first when I first experienced grief properly, I didn't handle it very well. Um, I pretended like nothing had happened for a little while and um, I think that's how I deal with stuff like you know how I am anyway in general like most of the time if I'm getting through something or whatever I just kind of withdraw take time and then kind of recharge and come back out and I think that's Daryl it's a microphone is actually scary (laughs) (laughs) is that Darth Vader I was zoning out I was zoning out okay go on (laughs) I am your father Sorry, it's because you said Darth Vader, isn't it? Happy Father's Day on that <laughs> note. Yeah, but, yeah, um, Darth Vader is actually a responsible adult. At least he came back to his child and... I like Goku. <laughs> <laughs> what did Goku do? I've never watched Dragon Ball Z in my life. Bruv, Goku, yeah, basically someone swinging, swinging the ops, yeah? And the ops also the ropes, yeah? And he had a Senjubi, and the Senjubi basically gives it to full power. Instead of giving it to his son, he gave it to the ops. Wow. He saw the bigger test. To be fair, yeah? Character building. I respect it. Facts only, racks only. But um, but yeah, like it wasn't something that I, I didn't know how to deal with. I hadn't seen it around me before. I haven't seen like when my I, I just look at how like my dad, for example, deal with grief and then go off mm. the back of that, and that's pretty much how we dealt with it. Um, later on, 
like later on when I've experienced grief in my life since then I've kind of noticed that okay sometimes you actually need to be able to get out otherwise it ain't gonna ever go nowhere mm. and then that's also a part of grieving that I've kind of learned now Have so you just a different being type upset. of grieving from family to like people that you've known on ends and stuff like that yeah, it's completely different. Like, um, people that have died on ends or people that I've known of is like, right, this is proper sad and you're grieving what their opportunities were or right, this person could have been mm. X, Y, and Z. Um, and so it's just, it's a, it's uncomfortable sometimes to think about, but it's not, it doesn't really, really, really hit you. But when you lose like a family member, um, like for me, it was my grandma. who was like my second mum almost when you proper expect somebody to be there, like I remember mm. seeing her when she first died and everything in me was saying, right, you know, when I hold her hand, she's going to like flinch and tell me to get off her or like, you know, mm. that kind of thing that you've seen over and over again, almost like muscle memory. Mm. Um, so when you're not getting any of those things anymore and it's like, right, you go to pick up the phone and you realise, no, she's not there. Or like habits when your dad or your mum will go pick her up on said day, you're not doing it you see it so much more than if it was just somebody that you'd bump into every now and then. Mm. Um, and that grief, that griefing for that is hard. Like, whether you even ever stop, I don't know, because there's always going to be something that kind of reminds you of it. So, it's a bit nuts. What about you, um, Nigo? As we said on Dysonomic Trials. Um, oh, yeah. Because <laughs> we, we had to re-record this episode. Um, because, but, um, yeah. I think similar to what you're saying, just different personnel. So, I probably felt grief more for friends than I have for family, but more because um, proximity again, like the people, the friends that have passed have been closer in proximity. So for example, I've lost, I've lost like uh, three of my grandparents. I've got one left, I've got my grandmother left on my mom's side, but I didn't grow up with most of those grandparents. I didn't really mm. um, see them much. So as much as I was sad, I think I was more sad as a result of seeing my parents being sad yeah. rather than a mm. um, direct correlation from them. And then similar to what you're saying, like with me, like seeing my friends every single day and then, and then one day it's like, you're, you can't, like there's no choice. You can't. Um, not just the fact that they're dead, but even just the fact that you don't get to do the normal things you get to do. Like, well, Christmas is coming up and so-and-so was meant to be at my house on this day or, um, or flipping, yo, usually on this day we go and, you go and see so-and-so. And then I think I even said it to Daryl, like it's weird little things. Like you see the back of someone's head and you're convinced it's, it's, it's that yeah. person. And it's like raw, like um, I'd like call their phone and like that extra second of silence before the voicemail kicked in, I'd have hope I'd convince myself like, oh, this is definitely longer than normal. It's going to ring. And they're going to like, this is going to be a, a joke like this is gonna well, a sick joke but it's gonna be um mm. you start saying weird things to yourself like yo like sometimes weird like you'll be saying it in like your prayers like well this is just my experience like oh like if this is a sick joke bro just like end it now like we'll like we'll cash you but do you know what i'm saying we'll forgive mm. you do you get what i'm saying like um yeah i guess just dealing with it is like i guess reality making it like coming to terms with the reality at first was, is something i learned which helped me deal with grief better as i got older um, so accepting it, um, like understanding it to some degree. And then I, just for me, I can only speak for myself, like being proactive. And by proactive, I mean like, for example, like if someone passes, I'll be like doing all I can to, I don't know, help the mum or whatever, because I don't know, doing those things, firstly, it makes it reality, it makes it certain I'm, I'm dealing with straight away, but 
it also keeps me on on my toes and sort of um I don't know how to explain it, but to me it's like my way of dealing with grief because mm-hmm. I, it is surrounding me, but also it's a reality. I'm exposing myself to it. Um but yeah, that's my um what about you, Darwin? Since you're you're working I don't know. Man, I'm like, thinking how do you, like what grief. No, no, how do you deal with grief? And once you've spoken about that, then tell us like things that you advise maybe the listeners from a more from a more mm-hmm. from your work perspective. When I think of grief, yeah, I don't know. This might sound silly, but you know, I, <laughs> I told you, man, Nuru is probably the only time I think I've experienced grief. What? <laughs> because no, what did you just say? <laughs> The only time I think I felt sad when someone died it was a fictional character, bro. But Did you say Naruto? <laughs> my guy, I'm being dead serious. That was the Yo, only time. Out, I was... Speak to the mic. Speak to the mic. <laughs> so people can hear your stupidity as all the I'm, be, I'm being dead. No, because when my boy died when I was when my boy mind. died when I was young, yeah, I didn't really. I was like, bro, I'm never gonna see him again, type thing. Yeah, and I remember I just keep thinking to myself, nah, he's gonna pop up. He's going to sign into MSN. I'm going to see him here. I'm going to see him there. Then I just never saw him. So I was just like, over time, I think it was like for two years, I was just like, I'm definitely going to see him somewhere randomly. Like it's some conspiracy theorist thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My was too bad. No, BMT. (laughs) But then like, I never saw him and I was like, raw, he's actually dead. And I was just like, mad. So he's gone, gone. Like he's not. Man said he's gone, gone. He's gone, gone, gone. It would have been different for you because, like, if it's the person who I think it is, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So by that stage, a whole borough hadn't experienced grief. Like it was, it was very new. There was no one had that. Yeah, that was, like was my no first instance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. because we, I was when that happened. I was fifteen or fourteen. Yeah, I was like thirteen, fourteen myself. But I never, I never spoke to no one about it. I never. I didn't really feel the need to. I didn't cry. I didn't Did you isolate think you myself. Got any, do you think you got offered support? Mm. Do you think if you did feel like you needed it, do you think it was available? Even like if you, it was available, I don't think I would have taken it because I was like, what am I supposed to do? It's a done so type like, thing. Like, let's say young people go for it now because obviously we went for it young. Do you think that there's... If if, if, if I think if someone feels the need to go to, then they should go. But do you think Go to where? Do you, yeah, that's what yeah, that's basically. Oh, what I'm saying. yeah, speak to your GP. GPs can GPs will always signpost you to an appropriate service. So like in our ends, for example, you get mm. a bereavement service. Go put your mouth into the mouth. Oh, in, in our area you get bereavement service that you get signposted to. Yeah. Or you can go to like a IAP service, for example. But then they'd probably signpost you to a bereavement service or a counselling service as well. And so it really just depends. But have you ever had to um in your line of work, you've had to deal with somebody that was facing serious bereavement. Yeah, yeah, all the time. So what type of people will be like? Them? People will be like, huh? What type of advice? Yeah, you're giving these people. Most of the time, we just work on on acceptance and the mm. thoughts they have around the topic. Mm. So, for example, um, they might be like, "Oh, my dad died. He was my best friend, or my mum died of this, and I looked after her for three years, and then she lost her fight with this or with that, or." My parents just suddenly died. Deal with it all the time. And they'll be like, this is what they think of. And most of the time it's like, how will I cope? What will I be able to do? So we usually just explore thoughts. Mm. And then we look at how it impacts their behaviours and what behaviours they may be able to change. Um, What thoughts stop them from doing the things that are meaningful for them as well. Mm. We'd explore that. And then we just look at making adaptations to their day or the way they perceive things. So for example, someone might be like, 
I can't go on without my dad. And we might get them to reframe the question to be, I can go on without my dad, but it's just very difficult. Mm. So one one thought would prevent them from moving forward and the other would enable them to move forward, but it'd be harder, Mm. basically. So one's impossible and the other's possible, but just difficult. I think um, another thing, just just interesting, I always think about with grief, um, like those people that, so like I've had friends that have passed, right? And because I'm I'm so close to the family, I'll almost tell myself it's not my um it's not my biological brother, my my cousin, whatever to be to be hurting as much as I'm hurting. So mm. almost like putting myself secondary, which understandably like w- like makes sense for like especially around the family. So like obviously I'm not like shedding tears in front of the mum or whatever, but at the same time, like do you feel the, the need to shed tears though? Once. Once. once, no, but when once when I was with my fr- my friend's mom, but you understand we grew up together in mm-hmm. like in that house. So and that situation was the most. I tried to legalize the cry, you know. No, no, no. no, no, no. But I no was I'm like, joking. I'm oh joking. yeah, <laughs> but like I was like Depressed. that was that was my first ever. Mm. Yeah, it was siege. Mm. So it was the the mom had um the mom had made a comment. But it was something that I was used to her saying when he was there. Mm. And it just, I can't lie. Reminiscing. Yeah, it just kicked me. And then, and like, um, yeah, like, obviously you, you, I held it back, whatever, like after a second. But what my question is, like, for those people that like, I guess are grieving, but are telling themselves, maybe I shouldn't be feeling this much. Like, is there, I don't, I don't know if I'm making sense in the question. Like, you know, when you're, um, you're grieving, but you've convinced yourself you shouldn't be, basically, if that makes, does that mm. make any sense? You're convincing yourself that way you're feeling silly. Like, it's almost yeah. as if, like, you're doing too much now. Relax, Bridget. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, Oh, so what do you mean, like, by, like, a, a certain amount of time has passed and you're yeah, like, I should be over this Or, like, now. you're telling yourself that what you're thinking, like, you're feeling like it's irrational or there's something along yeah, the lines. Yeah, like, it's still grieving about Nipsey Hussle to this day. Like, if, if that's, if it affects them like that, everyone grieves differently, you know what I'm saying? I know, so, I know, I know. I still find that kind of but. Grieve, grieve, like, I've had people yeah, that have done... Yeah, someone here that huh? grieved at Naruto, bruv, so... I feel no, listen, like, I've, I've, I've been a bad out. Grieved. Man, man, man grieves a 2D Jir- character. Fam, when Jiraiya died, it was real for me, my guy. Why are they naming Dolly Jiraiya? Why is he dying? That sounds kind of blackish, that name. What? <laughs> is that his name? This guy's calling people by their first name, you know, like I proper knew him. <laughs> 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 no, that's the executive producer's name. And Jirai went way back, man. Aye, yo, listen, it's nah, bad. No, we're grieving, like, crying I think the first course. time a death really hit me that proper was when one of my uncles died and that's because he was a close family friend. Mm-hmm. And like, um, me and my boy, he's, he's he was born like a week a week after me. So we spent a lot of time together. He, they lived in Harrow, so it's local. So I'll stay over at his house and vice versa. So obviously, it, when it first happened, it was mad. It was, mad. and that was, like, I think that's the only funeral I've ever been to, mm. and that was mad because you know, you know I me, mean? like I'm quite, I, I'm very observant of any so I'm just watching the surroundings and what's going on, and like seeing obviously my boy and his brother give the like give speeches, like breaking down, and even when the casket was being lowered and my auntie's just breaking down, that's when it really hit me. Like, yo, uncle's gone and he's never coming back, and mm. they're gonna have to live with this. So, kind of similar to what Nigo's saying, like. I was like, whatever I feel, it's nothing compared to what so whatever they is. must be yeah. feeling. Yeah. And even like, and like, even like with like people like I've grown up with like people in my church, it's hit me. But not, I think one of the first times when I was like proper shell shots was Kayan. Yeah, that was mental. Because I remember, I, I remember exactly where I was. This is yeah. many years ago, probably 
15 years ago, something, something mad like that. Like, I remember... 2005, I believe. Yes, I think I was in dance and drama, bro. And May 18th. And yeah, it was leading up to it's leading up to GCSE period. And I just remember, I don't want to say her name, but um somebody like mm. She literally just she looked at her phone or something like that, and she just she just screamed no and she just ran out of the class. I was thinking, what's going on? And then obviously murmurs came through about what happened. And it kind of really shook up our whole area because if you knew Kayan, like obviously it was like QPR, everyone says the next few walk up, mm. and he was like, no, not the like a stereotypical popular guy, like mm. no bit of problem with him, amazing footballer, proper funny, proper blessed guy. And when we heard that, we were confused. Mm. Uh, shout out to his dad, um, QPR have actually now named their stadium yeah, after the foundation, yeah, that came out I think, last week or this week. So rest in peace to him. But mm. yeah, I, even when my aunties died. Those are my mum's my two sisters. Mm. And these are the only like family members that I've grown up with. Like my my mum's, one of my mum's sisters, if she calls the house, it sounds like my mum. Yeah. Mm. And like, that's how, so Memories. I remember when my mum came home, like they went to church and I was like, I ain't going, bro, it's late. Mm. And I saw them pull up and then I was confused. And I saw my sister come to the door, she's crying. I was like, she had, she had tears, like, what's going on? She goes, oh, auntie died. I, was, I couldn't believe it. Mm. And then, my mum's other sister, she died that three months later. And that was a hard one because she's the one that lived in London. Mm. That lived in it. We always go to the house. So when we went to the house, I like, sort stuff out. Sure. Like, everybody was all talking and stuff. Mm. But I was I was just, just looking around and I was just rattled because like, first of all, the house is quiet. Mm. Usually when I come in, I'm hearing my auntie busting joke, oh. teasing my mom. Mm. There's music. I'm smelling food. Like as soon as I come in, my auntie's making a madness. I've come in and all I'm just smelling is just, just nothing. So I'm looking at all her pictures, all her achievements. I'm like, rah, like, my auntie's not here anymore. But I don't know about I just kind of internalize it. But I feel like that time, I remember the when your auntie's died. Mm. I remember you messaged me about it. I noticed you had been quite quiet for a little while. And then you're like, you were not asking me to explain what was going on. So I feel like the fact that I remember it and the fact that you came and said it, I know that it was something that actually hit you pretty hard because it's probably the first time that you've come and spoken to me about something like that. Before. Yeah, I, I just I just couldn't believe it. Like, it's like, doesn't my two aunts, they have family members like, yeah, oh, auntie so-and-so down, like, oh shit, mad thing, like, rest in peace and that. But, like, <coughs> these are like extended mums, you know what I mean? So, mm. and I find, and it's just, I find it different because as a guy, you, you reference your dad. Yeah. So you kind of look, like, I've never seen my dad sad about anything apart from when his parents died. Yeah. That's the only time I've seen my dad sad about anything. Mm-hmm. I ain't seen my dad show stress. He's one face on everything, bro. Do you know, do you know, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, how do you do? And I'm somebody who, I'm the firstborn. I've always been kind of like, just kind of get on with it type of brother. So I'm like, I was going to get on with it. But I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like that's healthy in certain situations. I don't know. It depends on the person. Do you think it, it changed you? Huh? Do you think the situation, like losing your... Aunties, do you think it changed your character? It didn't change my character. And well, not my core character. It just made me more appreciative of the people mm. that I already have. Mm. So then would you say grief is like the fact that you're never going to experience someone again? So yeah, to me, that's what, that's, that's the grief for me. Like, I'm not going to like, in the physical realm, like, see my auntie, like, come in, hear my auntie teasing me about something, or me and my auntie trolling my mum together, or... My mum and aunt, auntie doing a cooking showdown, and I'm just there, just just chopping everybody's food. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm never gonna, mm. all my other auntie like going to Nigeria, going to their house. Like, that's all gone. That's a myth. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like, 
It's mad. So it's but the I fact that like, you'll never do it again. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I think it's part of that. But at the same time, I also, and I think I mentioned it earlier on a little bit, sometimes it's the grieving of the people around them that is hardest to see. Yeah, seeing how people so, suffer. like, I might be, I'd say over it, like I've accepted that, okay, cool, this person ain't here no more. But every time that time comes around every year, um, and then I see what it does to them, how it can physically, like it breaks people down. Like mm. there's times when when my dad is upset because he's just done something and it's reminded him of his grandma. Mm. I'm not of his grandma, of his mom, sorry. Mm. And I see how that affects him. Or there's people that, like when Kyan died and even years after, when I see his dad cry, because mm. his dad, if anyone knows his dad, was a, probably he's a boxer, big guy, like you would never expect. yeah. To see somebody like that that I've always known as being like just what you you picture strength as strong. and just yeah. you know what I'm saying? And to see him when he breaks down and cries, like talking about missing his son and all of this stuff, that it for me is one of the hardest parts of grieving. Like mm. seeing the people that That's are another closely thing, like, affected. When 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 one of your close friends comes and they've lost somebody, I find that difficult. I really find that really, really difficult. Yeah. I'm not I'm not putting myself above them because because obviously they're the one grieving. I'm thinking I'm somebody who's used to okay, you you there. There's problem A. Okay, how do we solve it? That's mm. always been me. Yeah, but, but with this you can't solve that issue. Yeah, and I'm thinking, what do I say, or how do I approach it? Do I do you I let them get on with it, or do I check up on them? How often do I check on them? Because mm. I don't want to do the wrong thing. Do you know what I mean? Like I want to make my friend feel comfortable, but also want to let my friend deal with what they're going through at the same time. So it's always a tricky situation. Like how do you? Maneuver when somebody around you is grieving. Something. I think that's maybe part of the difficult part about. Um, as far as I know, everyone in this room were, were problem solvers. As far as I know, I could, I could be wrong about some this, people. Are problem starters, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> I solved I'm them dying. somehow. But um, yeah. as far as I know, we're problem solvers, and I think sometimes the issue with with that, especially when you're like an active problem solver, is um, trying there isn't to, a solution to this. Yeah. You just have to experience it. Basically. So you're you're judging your the reactions and responses that you're giving to this person based on results mm. or potential results, but this is something that doesn't necessarily have a one plus one equals two. Yeah, that's yeah. what I think. That's I think that's what rattles me. Like, and I, and I and I'm just always guilty. I always feel guilty. Like, am I doing enough to help yeah. my? Like, do you know what I mean? I think the most important thing in that situation is as long as you don't mad. It sounds as long as you don't give up. So continuing might even be giving them space. Mm. But when I say don't give up, like I gave you the example um, before that I've come across a lot of, um, and in my, this is just my experience. I'm not saying this is the general truth, but a lot of uh, girls that I've experienced have, have told me stuff along the lines of like, they've basically given up on their friends because they're like, well, she's not taking my advice or she's not um, answering all the phone calls. So F her or whatever. And it's like, fair enough if it was like, okay, she's not taking my calls. So I'm going to give her space. And when she needs me, I'm going to be there. I think sometimes one of the things I've had to learn, especially when people are grieving, which to me is more than almost anything, mm. is I call um I might be wrong. Or that mm. they might not be able not they might not even be able to accept what I'm trying to offer at this moment. Yeah. Or I might need to find another way. Whatever right. it is, they're the priority. Facts. So if I'm getting this wrong and they're not appreciating it, I right, cool. At what at what other avenues can I figure out in order to support them? Mm. Do do they need space? Um <clears throat> Basically, just always like the only advice I'd give is just is don't give up. You you might you'll probably get it wrong, and I I say not probably, but you may get it wrong. And the reason I say that, and it's important to know that, is 
to judge how to deal with someone else's problems based on your what will make you you better, you may not realize could be could be considered selfish. Yeah. So, for example, I know for a fact if I'm upset, all I need is football. Um, I need Pogba to stay. <laughs> I need. <laughs> I need. Um, I like. I like. There's certain things I know I need. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it'll work for you, you yourself. Mm-hmm. So just because I'm offering you, that's what. Yo, that's, come why watch know, football. that's why I need to know your loved ones, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just because I'm saying I oh, come watch football, and you've you've just told me so and so has passed away, and you say nah, it doesn't mean you're saying ah oh, f nigo. It just means you're saying it's not what I need. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? But um, yeah. Okay. Cool. So I want to talk about. The kind of economical side of it, and then we'll wrap up and talk about celebrity grief and how we feel about that. Because I can't lie, I thought some people doing better. But um, so this guy, so funerals, yeah, funerals cost a lot of money. I'm sure all of you have been to funerals. Two of you are Ghanaian. That's like a it's a regular event every month, weekend. Should I get into black and red? Funeralshubs.com. Make sure you go to trending. When I die, I want a sitting funeral. I've decided now, man. He was telling us about sitting through the I didn't know that. Well, Have when you he seen it? them up and they're chilling like that. <laughs> Fab! Like, Donnie's there, yeah. Listen, he'll be there and Donnie's like smoking a cigarette, brother, with his leg crossed. That's watching so watching Donnie with, 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 with shades. With, with shades on his head. He like got to show us a sitting through the and it looked like somebody, he looked like a battle rapper, bro. Fab, Fab, listen, if you see it, yeah, it's so, I saw it, I thought, I can't, be, I can't believe these people, bro. <laughs> it, it feels like you're alive, it's isn't it? Ghanaian like, thing. The Donnie's, nah, it's, it's, I feel like I feel, a few people. African thing, but I've only seen Ghanaian. I've seen, no, 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 no. I've seen, no, I've seen Latin evidence. I've seen Latin people did. Okay. It's something that they do as well. So, so I don't know how. Big man, am I laughing? <laughs> no, I'm done. Oh, wait, so Ghanaians so do the sitting funeral thing. So yeah, I, I would that's, say uh, that's how I know. But what I'm saying, okay, cool. So, the are saying. so sitting through those, like obviously you, you're in a position of what you're doing here. Yeah? So I'll tell the band of the people, like, what's your trap on? Like, what they're gonna put you in the band though? <laughs> no, put me there with the snow in front of man, chopping it up, bro. What play bad? Back to in the background. Yeah, yeah. I was saying, okay, cool. What for a stripper? Like, what we say? We're gonna put a pole in the dance. Then we gonna flash Z- them titties. I'm gonna scream, man. I can't believe it. Don't don't you lot ever put me in no sitting funeral. I don't like real talk. I didn't like you lot. When I was alive, why am I sitting next to you now? Floor, bro? Bro. And now I got and now I definitely got to sit next to, to someone that's claiming that she's my missus and uh, my body, my body's there smelling, and then you're leaving me on the chair in front of the room. As two chains said, bury me in the bury me in a Louis store. I'm yeah. Done. I don't want to be don't put me to sit in a funeral and I'm at my desk doing I have an Excel right in front of me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and a cup of tea and short breath monitors. <laughs> I all got headphones in the right. Oh, but sports <laughs> girl. No, real talk. Do you, no, do you, you guys go up to the open casket? Do you go up to the open casket? I've never heard of that. I'm not doing nothing. No, that. open casket's quite common. That's when they're in the coffin. And but do you go up? But the scary oh, thing. Yeah, I've been up. I've been up. I've been up. What's I'm, it like when you go to it? It's, I go every time. I've gone to like 20 of them now. Man, speaking about it. Like, that, was like, it that was like Dexter. Do you know what it is? Yeah, it's weird because... <laughs> Like it's different to seeing somebody who's freshly died, yeah, because they look peaceful, because they're there, their face is all relaxed, they still got their color, they're sometimes even maybe warm to the touch if you're there quick enough in it. But when they're in the casket and then you can see that this person is dead, like their skin's starting to look like oh, yeah, like it's huh. weird. Like they try to put a makeup, it, but you don't recognize. They try to do the makeup, and and the like eyes, and a they, light beat. Like you can see the glue, and you can see the re- like it's weird. It's an, it's not nice. And that the person, stillness, yeah, the stillness. It's like you're looking at their chest. Yeah. flipping scary. Like that's the scare. If you've ever seen a dead person, I don't know if you've ever. Yeah, seen yeah. bro. What's your what the hell's your job, bro? Bro, Cause you're speaking about this like it's just normal. Like. But I've seen it once or twice. Like oh, he's got name, bro. Them men are all funeral experts. Funerals every month, bro. It's mad. But it's like yeah, when you look at, I always look at people's chest. That man, that man, 
ordering tables at funerals, you know. Yeah, four bills. Yeah, I get a couple bottles. Yeah, you get yeah. the extra moat in that. If you cry, we give you a free one. <laughs> oh no, but in terms of prices, so the average cost for funeral UK is just under four thousand pounds, wow. and that's for cremation. But if you want a burial, that's just under five five grand. Wow. <laughs> Do you know? Did you know? Random fact, yeah. You see where people bury, where you get buried. You know, it's not actually a permanent thing. Like you have a lease on it. Huh? It's land, isn't it? It's land. Right, so you have a lease on it. Like, so if you want to keep, if you want to say ninety nine years so they has passed or something, you? I don't think they excavate you. But I guess by then they assume it, that bro. that you're 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 scattered. I don't know what what happens, but it's like a lease where you have to like it might be ninety nine years or a hundred years hmm, or whatever. Like a, and then God, you have to, like, leasing. The t- no, I'm joking. So um, I'll well, find out. I'm going to in fact let me research. Yeah, and even 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 funeral costs themselves have gone up fifty two percent, sixty five or seven. So they're very very expensive. So cremation. Cremate me. Same. After this in funeral. So the average cost of for cremation is £787. Um, whereas the burial is £1,800. But obviously there's other there's other ad hoc costs that go on yeah. top of those. Mad. So 50 and 100 so, years. Mad, isn't it? Do you want them man dancing with your thing on the shoulder? Oh, what? So when I carry my... Well, hold on, let me see. You see? Do you not so see the one with the... When buying a burial plot, you are not purchasing the actual plot of land. The right... But the right to be buried there for a certain number of years, which is usually between initial 50 and 100 years, in effect, the grave is leased and you're buying exclusive rights to bury your plot. No. Fam. So they just come and someone on top of you in a second. So what? So say, say your family become broke here when the lease is up. And it's an evil world we live in. It's an evil, <laughs> <laughs> it's an evil world we live in. <laughs> so what, it's a bare man are just chilling in, like, in a group chat like in, in, in the class. Like, oh, shit. Here we go again. Man, I'm just looking up. Donnie's, nah, that's mad. You're getting wind on for it. There you go. So more, more costs to funerals. It's not even so just Listen to this. So here's, here's some extra costs. A cost <laughs> of a headstone, some, yeah? Spotify subscription to stay in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> a cost of a headstone is 800 to 5 racks. What? I'm not going to lie, yeah? I don't want a headstone. Just buy me a rolling and put it on my cross. Um, cross so at least when I go to heaven, man's dripped out. You get me? We'll, 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 we'll get you the rolly headstone, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we'll, even, we'll even bust it down for you. So, the no I'm stealing that headstone. <laughs> I'm no matter who's just watching this, you dead it. You know, yeah. Yeah. Right, take it. Imagine you go to the gardens, yeah. You see a man pull up. <laughs> Your big man. What? I want to get headstone. Hey, what are you saying for the headstone, cuz? Oh, no, but what would you lot have on your headstone? What's well, quite a spooky conversation to have? Um, my body count. What, one? Yeah. yeah obviously. Zero, actually, but. What would you have? Daryl said, I don't think he said he had a Machiavelli quote. Well, yeah. Ignore Daryl. Go to someone else in this question. <laughs> no, I, I don't know how you thought about that, man. I'd have, um, there's a phrase I was used to have. I, I was going to make it my tattoo when I was younger, but I didn't. Um, but I was going to say, uh, rest in peace when I, and then connect back. So rest in peace when I rest in peace. That sounds, so like, one, just, that sounds like 105 Grime lyric. <laughs> Do you know what it was? It was, it was like, when I was doing silliness, obviously it was like, something I wanted on my body so that if something happened to me, my mum would know like, yo, sleep easy, I'm good. Mm, okay. mm. Mm. Me personally, I'll get chicken wings and fries. We don't go on dates. <laughs> Future 2015. Um, I, I heard um, that I was at Gelcho's. Can you confirm? First of all, no. Secondly, this is my podcast. I will just take this out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what nonsense, bro. <laughs> Gaucho. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, some other costs. Uh, maintenance of the grave. So 
around mm. forty pounds for lawn mowing and general tidy, and one hundred fifty pounds plus for professional headstone cleaning. Like, man, will come there, sit it, bang myself, and scrub <laughs> it. What, when you're underground. No, I oh, mean like for somebody okay. else. Asuki, you might be, what's my own, bro? Like, man's dead, cause like deuces. Yeah, um, on average, so <laughs> funeral flowers, one hundred and forty-nine pounds. Additional limo hire, three hundred nineteen pounds. Like we won't call it Uber exec. Um, catering, four hundred and forty-four pounds. Like aunties won't chef up the thing. Um, venue for the wake, three nine seven. Funeral notice, eighty-five. Obituary, yeah, I don't know. Must be some sort of legal thing. Um, memorial stones, nine hundred. Um, order sheet 63 Obituary 72 Big man Nigo you, you got better write A quick poem about 72 pounds Save my, <laughs> save my <laughs> family some pee bro Alright right, what I'm saying yeah You see all of that yeah I'm not gonna lie See if you're If you're black And you're like loving, Relevant in, Yeah Cause we got community film Yeah 50% of that comes it's off man Being covered The community yeah, centre is gonna be free the priest is going to be free because it's your brethren's dad. Yeah. Um, the obituary. Uncle Lionel. I'm going to get a phone call for that. Um, it's peak. Just make sure. See when I die yet. Don't put no one born at my at my funeral thing. Don't no, worry. No Being black people, there's rock. bound to be an argument at our funeral anyway. So that can be the entertainment. I don't, I, I don't want a funeral though. Just don't, just don't waste money. I'm gone, yeah, fam. That's, that's that's I'm actually gone. Let's, 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 okay. We're holding a for you, though. We're holding a, spe- a special trend in for you. <laughs> holding the shops. <laughs> New Year celebration. <laughs> when it hits midnight, no. <laughs> don't what? Man's what do you say? No uh, dead things at his. You have to honor me properly. I said honor right. properly. I'll control, I'll control the guest list for you as well. Mm. Um, but um, no jokes no, aside. No drama there. Um, <laughs> life insurance is very important. Would you believe that more people have a mortgage, more households have a mortgage in the UK that have life insurance? That's why they didn't go funding this to go do funerals. It's like, hey, hey. No matter what I'm going through, do never ever go, fund go fund me for me, please. I'm Nigerian. I'm a G, don't do that to me. This what I'm saying. Don't do God. If I'm yeah. dead, I'm dead. If you can't raise um, the peas. Bury me in the back garden. Dig one small hole and yeah. throw me in there, bro. There's a safe. There's Preferably a... selfridges, but <laughs> no, I can't do what to survive. There's a safe in my room. My sister knows the code, fam. Just go there, fam. I swear. And if it's empty, then, <coughs> then you know who's the culprit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but no, no, no. Yeah, so, um, so uh, what? Well, 8.1 million households in the UK have life insurance mm. compared to 11 million that have. Mortgage property, uh, mortgage properties, and when you think about the cost of death, in terms, of, let alone the funeral, like let's say it's a parent that's gone, especially if it's a breadwinner, that's going to impact the family Generally negatively, speaking. not only emotionally, spiritually, socially, but also financially. Mm. So when you think about the average UK household, even there's obviously there's mortgage debt and unsecured debt, like credit cards and all that type of stuff. Combined, the average is at fifty-seven thousand pounds worth of debt. Mm. Go on, adding another five to ten thousand potential costs for, let alone the day-to-day living, mm. is not something they want to do. So, surviving parents have also lost out on government benefit that paid to help raise children. You know, the Conservatives them are yakking everything back. Mm. Following a following a change in the rules made um, last year, some are some are entitled as much as a hundred thousand pounds less in benefits to help raise their children as a single parent. Mm. The average. Also, the average claim for a term life insurance policy in 2017 was £78,000, with 90, 98% of claims being paid. So that's a quite a real wreck, you know. And also, and also, it hurts. It also impacts women um, slightly more significantly. First of all, women live longer than men. And so, while three quarters of women with children are in full time or part time work, 
the income is is usually lower than the husband. So if Probably they lose the a husband, the higher. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So like, if you lose your husband and it's a life insurance, you're still gonna have to like the bills ain't gonna be like oh oh you lost your husband. Alright, cool, cool, cool. Seventy like, percent off. Nah, man, are still coming. Mm. Do you know what I mean? A lot people, of people have to like sell their house that Wait, they live do, in. And how many do those. people fake their deaths then? Do they? Of course, because that thing sounds like a sweet deal. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure people. I'm sure people fake their deaths all the time in yeah, in England. In this England, bro, of course, yeah, you know how to do it. Just live off the radar, and then and then they'll just be like dropping just that life support shit team. Too hard. Life yeah, you can just never. I mean, the life insurance. Thing. Do you know, yeah, life support is one of the worst deaths I've ever seen. Like, and I've 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 been around like obviously friends that have been like you can't compare deaths, but see that it's mad because the person's there. Like when when they they ask so. You're living like oh, power my, yeah. My friends living with the fact still... like that. She said yes. She get it, but she wasn't. What she, there was no other option. Mm. She get it, but then you f- huh? What for them to disconnect the machine? Yeah, she get it. Euthanasia, yeah. Euthanasia, no, not euthanasia. Assisted suicide. Yeah. So what do you say? So no, switching off the uh, switching off somebody's life support machine doesn't yeah. count as euthanasia. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. So this is like there's n- nothing. Left, yeah, they will a lot of the time. They're is it clinically well, brain or dead or, or something? Or brain dead, oh, oh so then okay. they just switch off the machine that's okay. keeping them okay ticking yeah. over. That's what do you, what do you not think of the way people grieve? Um, celebrities, um, I don't know, I think you know what the thing is, yeah, I can't judge, I can't judge how people see people in it, um, but mm. I do believe I that sometimes it is a bit mad, like, uh, example. There's people close that we look up to or that we've seen um, that maybe their death would be like, rah, this is actually sad. Like, if a great that I had known from my whole childhood. Mm. Like, when, if David Beckham dies, for example, let's say, it's not going to hit me. I mean, it's going to hit me more than, say, this when they told me, like, George, George, Michael, Best, George Best or someone yeah. like that. That wasn't anyone from my thing. Yeah. But I think more recently, then you bring it to stuff like the Nipsey Hustle. Death. I feel like that. I understood where a lot of people were grieving. Like, yeah, wow, yeah, like this guy what... was a good guy. Like, why, why him? You know, so random. And yeah, it was, yeah. And I think also because we see it as well. We say, yeah, we literally saw it happen. The news breaking, and it's like, raw. This is this is messed up. But I can't lie. But like people are doing best. Sorry, you it is. He doesn't it, know you. It is a bit. You nuts. don't know him. You've never met him. I think. Do you think that, you need to think, meet, know someone to grieve them? I think. I think if like, and this is gonna. I don't really take the slats for this. Hmm. If you're like somebody's music inspirational, I can't understand that. Like I've been listening to Nipsey since 2013, mm-hmm. and I've been following. And he's one of the few people that I'll actually look to see an interview because mm-hmm. I know it's not going to be cliche stuff. Because I actually really admire Nipsey the man as well as the mm-hmm. artist. So obviously, when he died, we'll speak about it. It was a mad shock. Because this is mm-hmm. I've never felt like really anything for something I didn't know that died. I'm like, oh, that's I'll just feel sad because as a human being, they've got friends, family, etc. But I was like, raw, this is mad. Mm-hmm. But like virtually two months after, I've seen people like. Sometimes I wake up and I'm like thinking about Nipsey. I'm thinking, <laughs> no, like, he's come not your on, family man. member, your friend. Like, yeah, you, that, you, that, you weren't, you weren't waking up thinking. Of, you weren't waking up thinking of him when he was alive. It's, it, I, I get what you mean. Like that part becomes like what you said. It's almost Seems like ideology. It's like weird. Yeah, maybe that's the term. I don't, yeah, it's ideology. like this. This. I think like, it's sorry, my brother. Yeah, it's like yeah. This is is is. You're almost looking at that person like it's somebody that you that is in your family, like a father figure or whatever. And I feel that is kind of weird when it's somebody that you don't know. Yeah, even the way someone, yeah, someone about um, 
a certain, a certain very, very talented, successful woman. I don't say her name because I don't want certain images in my comments. But the way people go on about this woman, I'm like, family, you've never met her. Like, stay calm. Like, you're attacking people on her behalf because when you go jail for it, then she's there still making her M's. Like, she's I'm sure she never liked them. Lot, she don't like them. Who are we talking? Oh, oh no, they, 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 they even, they even. You're gone. <laughs> them, them, and them, and there. Black and yellow, black Beyonce. and yellow, black and yellow. Ah! Hey, cut that out. Bleep it. Let's get bleeped real quick, man. But no, it's it. Them lot, them lot are worse. Them lot are worse than the triads. <laughs> they I even got And the Taliban. I think it's like the, the whole thing comes down to something that Daryl said to me last week um, that is grieving when you, I think, I think it's, it's more about people's value and like their value towards you, which is why I understand people grieve celebrities that are mm. active more than I. Because they take. Like obviously entertainment is a big part of our lives and yeah, so music can make you feel happy. Constantly yeah. giving you something mm. worth of that. So you know Nipsey would have given you something in the year. You know in the next couple of months he would have given you some strong interviews. Um, you know that his life might have even inspired certain artistic moves. Mm. And maybe it's similar with like people that, you know, mourn the Michael Jacksons and the etc. Because mm. that value is, I guess, the the memories that he left them. Mm. With their music, so I, I sort of get it. Um, to some, have I ever mourned a celebrity? Nah, like, um, mourned a celebrity? Nah, no, 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 not that I can, not that I can think of. Anyway, I could be wrong. Someone might pull out some old tweet. I'm saying, <laughs> not Michael. <laughs> <laughs> but as as far as I can remember, nah. But see, it, yeah, no comment. Are you not gonna get um cremated or buried? I don't care, man. Just sit in where, where, where was cheapest, man? man? Sitting funeral and then cremation afterwards. <laughs> man just wants his funeral to be buried. No, I want, I want, I want, I want to be buried because I don't know. Like this is another thing. Actually, I know we didn't mention that earlier on, but like even how we talk to people after death, I feel like a big part of it is inspired by religion and in, in, mm-hmm. is is influenced by religion. So there's certain things that, for example, some pastors say to people when someone dies, and it's like, well, I don't know whether that's going to help someone who's mm-hmm. grieving. Says like, what? It, like a pastor could come and say, "Oh, it's because God needed this person more than you," or That's something some like you know BS, when man. when they say things like that. For example, it could be it mm. might not help people. Like, but yeah, um, <clears throat> I think because of religious beliefs and stuff, I don't want to be cremated. Just like just in case, <laughs> I'm, he's coming to bring man back. I need to make sure that well, everyone's coming to tell you. That I mean, he could do the dust back. That's I'll firm it, but. It's you, like, you're not firming that heat, fam. I'm just saying. I'll firm it. Listen, I have man, no other choice think, at that point. Man, I think it's just the, the whole backroom. Well, they think they can't put dust down there as well. What? I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, man. cool. I'd rather be dust than But like, what I'm, like, because of that, I just want to be, I want to be buried. I want to have all my stuff inside me. I want to be ready to go. And... Man, you're moving like an Egyptian, you know. <laughs> I said I'm all my stuff. I need my stuff inside <laughs> me. Like, when I'm ready to go. I swear the man used to embalm. Yeah, yeah, you can get that done. Do all that. gold in the pyramids and that. So Imagine, yeah, they put you to sit in the funeral and they made you wear boot cuts. Nah, big man coming back. I'll wake up, you know. I'm wanting the shit out of like, everybody. You know, for any of you when I've sitting in funerals, I'm spudding you, man. <laughs> spudding. You know that, right? Your wife will come with your phone, brother, and unlock your phone because... <laughs> <laughs> Face wreck, <laughs> Face wreck one last time before he's gone. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh, man. What, what would you do if people put a hand in your grave? Oh, what, yeah, like man. libation? 
offering alcohol to the spirits. Yeah, just offering spirits to the spirits. The spirits don't want a K-Sider, bro. Don't do it on camera and make sure it's something spectacular. Don't come and give me no dead liquor, bro. What, man, say Louis Thirteen. Yeah, at the very minute. Yeah, like, have some respect. Like, if you want to come visit me on your ones and your side, you're drinking a liquor, Jake, you said, that cool, you not hold yours. I can't drink it. I'm dead. You just pour it to the ground. That's not my problem. I'm dead. If that's what you want to do, but do it that's you waste your juice no, but do bro. it my, my mum is paying it. for the maintenance of the ground and he can't to pull your dead your Alcohol. dead Glenn's vodka on my I went to my boy's funeral Donnie's were pop, um, um, dipping weed bags into the like you know when it just East London is cancelled yeah. one of my guys yeah <laughs> sorry we laugh at him about this so I can <laughs> say this publicly yeah. yeah one of my guys said I can't believe it for a loop <laughs> What? He threw his Louis belt. Did you go in and get it off? No, but he threw his Louis belt on top of the, what's it called? What, as they were putting the dirt back on the costume? Yeah, fam. He threw his Louis belt. He said, I can't believe it. (laughs) (laughs) You're lying in the afterlife. It's mad. Mm. But anyway, yeah, so guess that's it. Rest in peace to all all the homies, man. It's true. Rest in peace to all those that have lost their lives. Mm. Have you been happy that someone died? Rest in, rest in peace, Auntie the Evil you've done this once. <laughs> rest in peace to Daryl's enemies. <laughs> Have you? Rest in peace to them, man. Have a couple men still, you know. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> That's what you think of that tweet. I can't, believe that, I can't believe that person tweeted, Rest in peace, Auntie the Evil you've done this once. Nah, we'll it's the realest tweet. Nah, realest, we're not gonna realest skip realest past what Daryl just said with a straight face. <laughs> that was, it was. <laughs> <laughs> on that note <laughs> What the hell Trending Sundays Every Sunday Go on the Instagrams Follow At Trending Without a G Because you just thought It would be really cool And edgy um, <laughs> If you want to catch The boys At Nigo Shoe On Instagram and Twitter He's got a book T-shirts with these All that type of stuff My history is more than slavery Mate, Get me paid yeah, um, so Ed you can catch him On social media Under Ghanaian Ghost Tearing Touchdowns NFL podcast Make sure you check that out Even if you Man. just want to get into it It's lit And then Daryl I don't even know what your thing is It's some long name Find him f- Find him at your enemy's house <laughs> <laughs> Drinking his enemy's tears bro <laughs> With ice With ice <laughs> ice What's your Twitter now again? Belly Belly squad or something? Belly coast band I mean, it's just a synonym for Belly. I just to find Daryl, search Nigo True, then the name Daryl, because I've added him. That's how I search on your Twitter every time, you know. And then obviously, you can listen to this on SoundCloud. Make sure you follow Spotify. Make sure you follow Apple Podcasts. Like and subscribe. No, that's Instagram, isn't it? No, that's YouTube, even. Apple Podcasts, um, subscribe. This will be on YouTube eventually. I don't know when. So make sure you subscribe. We ain't doing no YouTube hands because we're 2G out here. And yeah, thank you. God bless. Yes. Thank you for tuning into my YouTube channel. Sports Social Podcast Network.